Join motherhood wellness expert, Allison from The Honest Peach and pelvic floor and women's health expert, Dr. Marcy at the Down There Doc as they do a deep dive into all things hashtag mom. They add professional expertise, humor, truth, their own experiences, and host expert guests to discuss what the hell is happening during motherhood and how to prioritize your health as a mama. You'll find zero tips on potty training, but we'll learn all the tips on putting yourself and your health and well-being first among pee field sheets and rage cleaning. It's all about motherhood, vaginas, and everything in between. Hashtag no No mama left behind. Hey mamas, guess what? Tell me. We're giving away some of our shit. (laughs) You need it. You want it. Here's how to get it. Here's how to get it. What First, shit are you giving away, Marcy? My shit. I'm giving away my courses. <gasps> so good. Yep. Here's Your postpartum and uh-huh. my pregnancy. Oh, fuck. Yes, I am. Well, guess what I'm giving away? What's your shit? My shit is my soul time guide. Oh. How to harness the power of matrescence. Oh, my God. You guys, that is some good ish. <laughs> Here's how you get it. Are you ready? You leave us a review, preferably five stars, <laughs> and a written review. Screenshot that shit. Email that shit. And also follow the show on whatever platform you listen to your pods. So on Apple Podcasts, you just click the little button that says follow, screenshot. Button in Italian. Button. Yeah. (laughs) It's my button. Screenshot it that we're under your follow and email us your two screenshots to no mama left behind the podcast at gmail.com. We'll pick a winner. Boom. We'll pick a winner every month. Every month. Yep. And you'll so, get in summary <laughs> two summary two, in conclusion two screenshots one of your review uh-huh. one of following the pod in one email two in screenshots one, one two email. attachments one email. okay <laughs> so no mama left behind the podcast at gmail.com we're gonna pick one lucky mama each month mm. to mm. get Marcy's courses. My shit for two months and free. My shit. Soul time guide. Um and oh, free. Good luck, y'all. What's up, moms? Hey, 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 hey. Good morning, Allison. How are we doing today? Uh, I think they should know that this is like the fourth time that we've tried. Yeah. In <laughs> yeah, we mm, didn't. <laughs> didn't go we're, well we're gonna make a bloopers episode soon yeah there are <laughs> many it's a plenty i think there's probably more bloopers than there are <sighs> yes factual data yes absolutely how's your we- absolutely how's your weekend um it was easter this weekend oh yes at so, the time of this recording we just finished yeah. easter yep um let's see i am not the person the mother that like 
goes balls to the wall for oh, holidays. Same. Which everyone probably could have guessed about us. <laughs> yeah. However, <laughs> this is totally new information. I do, <laughs> I do enjoy making it a little special. So, like, oh, yes, I mean, definitely. Ellie is also two and a half. So, we're just getting to the age where, like, it matters. Yeah. And she'll start remembering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really excited about finding eggs this year. She had her little basket. It was so freaking so cute. cute. And every time she found, because growing up, I always hid, like, we dyed the eggs. You know, and then I, the Easter bunny hid them in addition to plastic eggs. Oh, you hid, you hide the hard boiled eggs? Yes. In my family, we did. Mm. And then my mom used them for like egg salad. Uh, Yeah. Or like dumpled eggs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, when she would find, one was definite. She would shake it and go, oh, something inside. And we had to be like, oh, no, babe, we got to wait. We got to wait. And she goes, OK, something inside. I'm like, okay. all right. Yeah. No candy in. And she had so much candy yesterday. Yeah. Um, same, 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 same. But yeah, she did great. I mean, I, I dyed some eggs just for shits and gigs. I made a lot of deviled eggs, which is like Ooh. so good. I love deviled eggs. We just threw our hard-boiled eggs away because they were just like sitting out all day and disgusting yeah um did she every time she picked up an egg in her basket did like more fall out that's my favorite is like they hold they like hold their basket and then they bend down and like tip the basket and they all fall out and they're like ah so this was a pretty big basket i think it was a little bit too big but it was such a cute basket i just had to um (laughs) And yeah, it was, it mm-hmm. was fine. Sean and I have this, I don't know, even know when it started, but we have white wine spritzers on Easter. Lovely. Like we just started that one day. So do you make your own? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we just hung out with our neighbors, um, had some, some dessert. It was, it was very low key. Ellie refused to wear the really cute Easter dress. Of course. My mom made her. What's your take on that? Because Sean, mm-hmm. this is like a thing. What? Not like Ellie is very um sensory right now. Like mm. when things feel weird, she like freaks out. Yeah, which yeah. is very toddler appropriate. Yeah. And also your girl, aka okay, me, yeah, was like, like that, that as a child. Yeah. And I'm still kind of like that. I'm like that. You know, I'm totally like yeah. that still. Yeah. So <clears throat> he is under the impression like this morning she she refuses to wear jeans. Absolutely refuses. And can you blame a gal? Like, no, no. So he's in there and I hear her crying and he's like, these are the only pants that we have for you to wear. So you need to wear them. And he's just sitting there, like apparently waiting for her to somehow like magically be OK with jeans. And so we got a little mm. miffed at me. Because I went in there and I was like, babe, we have other pants. Like, one, I don't believe in lying to your kid. So if you have Mm. other pants in the drawer, like, don't be a dick. Like, you know, just get the other pants. If genuinely we're on a road trip or like Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. and we don't have other pants. Yes, I get that. But I just feel like he's. It's almost like a power thing. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, no, if I tell her these are the pants she needs to wear, Mm -hmm. then she's going to wear them. And Mm -hmm. I'm like. 
No, <laughs> she doesn't. Yeah. I mean, Will's like that. Yeah. You know, and what I have found is that like, it's not force doesn't work. Ne- like it never, it doesn't. Yeah. Or like he was like trying to pers- like these feel just the same as the other parent. I'm like, she's two mm. and a half, dude. Like that's yeah. not you can't reason with her. No, yeah, there's no reasoning. I, I, and I think you're right. I mean, I think I'm of the thought that's like if there are truly no other options and it's yeah. cold outside or raining yeah. and you can't wear shorts or a dress or whatever, yes. then like. You yes. need to fucking put the jeans on and let's get out of the house. Yeah. But if there's like a preference and she's willing to do pants. Yeah. Like if I present Will with two options of pants and one has buttons and the other does not have buttons, he's going to shoot. First, he'll say, no, I'm wearing shorts no matter what. And I'll say, no, it's fucking cold and raining outside. You're putting <laughs> pants on. And then he'll choose like the sweatpants. And usually he gets pissed about it. But I'm like, this is what we're doing. You have yep. to wear pants. It's your yep. choice. That's it. Yeah. So um, you give him choices within, right? You give the him pants. Two pairs of pants. Yeah. 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 Unless I don't have any or unless like they're yeah. dirty or whatever. And then he has to wear them. And sometimes, you know, he cries and we get upset, but I'm like, that I have no other. Yep. That's it. Yep. So I get it. I mean, it's hard. It's frustrating, especially when you like want them to wear a certain thing. You know, yeah, <clears throat> I know my poor mother. She like made it with these cute little That's so sweet and sent it. I know she's so sweet. Um, but I just feel like you can't force it's them not, to do anything. <laughs> like you can't force no, them to do not. anything. I know. Like I know one because like I just feel like that's messed up, and two, mm-hmm. it's not like it's going to change her behavior going forward. She's not going to be like, oh. <laughs> These jeans really aren't that bad, you know. I'm, I'm being so like, unreasonable, Dad. <laughs> you know, Dad, I've been so unreasonable you lately know, about gosh, the pants. I'm so sorry for my behavior. I will 100% wear these. No, I know, and it, and I think sometimes it like makes it a thing, you know, like totally. Well, and he thinks that because we respond that way, or yeah. like the way that I would respond, that we're somehow like. He literally has said she's going to be spoiled in the world and she's going to like hit the real world. I'm like, okay. Right. I mean, I think there's like a, I mean, I understand that, but I think, I mean, obviously that's something that's like triggering for him in some way. I'm not really totally. sure why, but like, because I mean, I get the military mercy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's but like, I, I mean, I get I get it, but it's not like you're saying, okay, wear whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. Like you have to give them choices within the parameters, right? Exactly. And, then- and that's part of the thing that annoys me. It's like, do you follow big little feelings? Shout out big little feelings. Do you like mm-hmm. read the books yeah. on toddlerhood? Right. Because if you do, then yeah. you would know what, like, I'm not just pulling this yeah. out of my ass, you know, like yeah, I, I read about it. I see what the best thing to do. So anyway, and, and like, yeah, tangent mountain. And if like I've manhandled Will into like a pair of pants Dude. with buttons, he would be it would be unbearable for the rest of the day. Totally. But it would throw off. him off. I mean, yeah. he just, it would just would be like, yes, I, he should have just go naked because yes. like it's just gonna be so bad. So 
but I mean, it's, I mean, jo- Jonathan's not like that. I mean, Jonathan's very agreeable. Like if I'm like, yeah. Hey, wear this polo shirt and this, he'll be like, okay. Like he's very, it's very different. And so when like, I had that pushback, I was like, what the fuck? Just put the goddamn yep. pants on. Like, it was yeah. very like, why are you not putting pants? <laughs> like you need to wear it. But anyways, I think that's like last thing on this tangent. I think that's a good point about like parenting in general is that a lot of parents think, well, my older one does it. Why can't my young do it? Yeah. But they're two totally different people. (laughs) Yep. For sure. That's just the way that it is. Some of them are going to need some extra coaching or their, your approach needs to be different. And I get that's exhausting, but in the end, it's going to make your life easier, you know? Yeah. And you just can't compare, like you can't, yeah, mm-hmm. you just can't compare because like, how awful is it to be like, why can't you do it? Like your brother does. Like yes. you just can't say shit like that. You know, it's just not anyways. Um, how was your and, Easter? Oh, fab fab. I, um, you know, Brett was traveling. So mm. yeah, but he can't, he was able to come back like mid day. So, okay. Um, So I usually don't do baskets because I just can't do it. <laughs> you texted me. You're like, yeah. do you do baskets? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I did this year. And okay. I put in like some of that Easter grass, which I don't recommend. Um, fucking yeah. gets everywhere. Yeah. And I did, um, you know, some candy and a book and okay. some okay, and some Batman band aids because you know always love a good band aid, yeah. and you know um, some sand. They needed new flip flops, so I got some like five dollar flip flops at Target or whatever. Great. And so I like put them put it together, and I was like, okay, I got my baskets. And then twelve thirty at night, I'm binge watching Outlander. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was in 1774 (laughs) in Scotland. I want to be called a bonnie lass. (laughs) Sean and I always call Ellie the beard. The beard. Oh, God. (laughs) I love everything about that. Yeah, you need to to come down. Come on down. She's red in the face, yep. guys. She's yeah. <laughs> Jamie Fraser. God damn. Any other Outlander fans out there? Because we are. Because <laughs> I like it. And I 100% Googled Outlander book series. Do I need to read these? Um, if you're listening, Jamie. Jamie Fraser. <laughs> show up at my door all dirty and Scottish. With your guilt. Please. Nothing under the guilt. Not a thing. <laughs> Not one thing. Anyway, so I was a binge watching Outlander. It was like 12 30 at night, and I remembered I forgot to fucking put the Easter baskets out. Oh, Jesus. Like, God damn Easter bunny forgot. Yes. Yeah. So I went and did that and then hit, you know, hit some eggs. But I was like filling the eggs. Usually I make my kids fill their eggs, but I figured now that <laughs> it's time. I fill I filled them. So I was like, candy in there and in my mouth <laughs> three oh, candies yeah. in there and in my mouth one for and you one do you me. like easter candy are you like a jelly bean person or like a chocolate bunny okay definitely not a chocolate bunny like the oh, idea of just eating a bunny made only of chocolate <laughs> literally makes me want to vomit but 
I love Cadbury <laughs> eggs. Ew, with the stuff inside the liquid. No, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> I was about the, to be like the little mini ones with it's a candy coating on the outside and then it's just chocolate in the middle. Okay. Oh, oh, you like that crunch? Oh, I thought you meant the ones that have like the liquid inside. What the no. fuck is that in there? No, that's a Cadbury cream egg. Marcy. No, thank you. I don't like peeps. Get those away from me. Oh, ew. I saw the grossest thing on TikTok about a peep coffee. You like oh. melt a peep. <gasps> you like melt it with, with oat milk or milk or whatever. And then you, you like froth it up and put that in your coffee and then put a peep in as a garnish. I puked in my hat. That's disgusting. Anyway, back to the candy that I like. Um, I really enjoy fruity, chewy things as like a general rule of thumb, fruit snacks, jelly beans, Mm -hmm. starburst, sour, 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 a dabble, a dabble. Sometimes it's too sour and I'm like, this isn't enjoyable. This is like works, like rips your mouth apart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of Cadbury eggs and I'm not big on candy anyway. You don't love candy in general? I mean, I like it. I'm much yep. more like a give me a lasagna. Yeah, same. You same. know, savory I, for sure. I do like a good like sweet tart. Like those I, I bought a bag of those like sweet tart. Oh, my Eat. sister loves those. Mm. And they're like the little bunnies and like, Ooh, makes my mouth pucker just like <laughs> no, it's happening right now. <laughs> Um, my salivary glands. Yeah, salivary. And I did buy those like the little Hershey's <clears throat> chocolates that look like footballs, but they're really eggs, like the little ones. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like chocolate as a kid. Hmm. I know. I was I was a strange one. My mom would make me chocolate chipless cookies. Oh. Yeah, just, you know. Hmm. Yeah. I got teased. <laughs> <laughs> They're like freak. <laughs> it's okay. My dad's not a big chocolate person. Shame. 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 Um, I have one more funny thing to say before we talk about this week's episode. Okay. I have one funny thing to say before okay, you have a funny you, thing to say. Okay. I have, go. I have told the story of you snatching the golden egg to so many people. <laughs> so oh my God. It's many so embarrassing. I don't people. I don't think I could go back there. What's it's, the response? It dude. She's brutal, cutthroat. And then mm-hmm. on the other side, they're like, damn, I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> I know. Don't judge, girl. It's like, listen, when you have that kind of personality, I was like, this is I he has to have those. This is it. There was no other there was option. No option. <laughs> you didn't no. think about the pros and cons of it. It was just that no. that's what needs to happen. Okay. Yeah. Now your funny story. Um, okay. So we all know that Will is very opinionated yeah okay so brent and i went out for date night the other night and oh yeah yeah and we had um one of our favorite sitters come she's lovely and college college girl and she's so sweet and like really just awesome and so we get home and i was like how to go you know did they get in bed and she's like yeah yeah they were totally fine she's like so will took a shower and he he needed help like getting the soap out right yeah 
because he usually takes a shower in my shower. I don't know why, but he does. And it's like a fixed shower head. His shower head is like the hose one. So it's like a little oh, bit easier. Yeah. So he can't like always get it. And he doesn't like water on his face. So he does this like weird thing and you, whatever <laughs> requires two people. And she was like, so I took my shoes off, you know, took my shoes and socks off so I could like step into the shower kind of with him to like, mm-hmm. <laughs> to go. And she's like, and I have, um, nude nail toenail polish on new toenail polish. And so Will, I guess, took a look at the nude toenail polish and he was like, you don't have any toenails. Like he like, didn't understand. He's like, those aren't toenails. He's like, you need to put your shoes back on (laughs) and like (gasps) made her get out of the shower and put her shoes and socks back on. He's like, I don't that you need to put your shoes and socks back on right now. So she, she was like, well, it's just nail polish. So <laughs> freaked out. Yeah. And she was like, he was like deadpan. Like, I don't like that. Like, yeah. where like, are your toenails? Get that shit out of here. That's yeah. disgusting. You gremlin. <laughs> yes. Oh I my was, God. I thought it was so funny. Bless his heart. He is hysterical. He's so cute. He's turning five this week. This week? Yeah. On Wednesday. Aww. I know. I know we were like watching all these baby videos this weekend, me and the boys. I'm like, <sighs> I love I doing just, that with Ellie. I mean, even just from like two years ago, it there's, it's so different. I definitely got like a little, of course you did sad, teary. You cried. And then I thought like, well, oh boy, here we go. Another oh, day. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let me put that in here to talk about next time. Put it on the matrix. Put Put it it on the matrix. matrix. Nostalgic baby videos. Okay. What are talking about today? Sidebar. Before we started recording, Marcy and I were updating our episode (laughs) matrix, which is basically an Excel sheet. I hate Excel. And Marcy. (laughs) It was very clear that Marcy does not like excel doesn't understand it doesn't want to understand it it just doesn't make any sense i don't understand why the columns at the top where it says a b c d e f g whatever can't be renamed to have the fucking heading on it so when you scroll down you can see what the columns are supposed to be yeah i get it i'm gonna see if we can do that i totally hear you and i totally understand you I don't think you can, dude, because you need those. People use Excel for like calculations. Oh, like, right. Like you put in like E plus A, F. Yes. That's yes. such bullshit. All right. It's Anyways. not to plan episodes <laughs> on a podcast. The Down There Docs online programs help you actually enjoy motherhood and the postpartum journey because let's face it, motherhood and wrangling your kids is hard enough without having to be constantly thinking about your bladder or your pelvic floor. Whether you are currently pregnant, two hours postpartum, two weeks postpartum, or eight years after baby, it's time you finally give yourself the opportunity to be taken care of. The Down There Docs online programs will give you quick, easy, actionable exercises, information, and necessary tidbits. So you can not only go into your delivery clear-headed and confident, but you can start recovering quicker and easier. And you aren't thinking about your pelvic floor coming in to ruin the party. You'll learn things like proper pelvic floor exercise, safe tummy workouts, 
how to get back under the sheets with your boo without pain or stress, and how to actually prepare for delivery to give yourself the best chances possible to reducing significant tearing and trauma to your pelvic floor. Join hundreds of women in a private, safe, and fun community, along with a team of medical providers that actually have your back and are rooting for you. It's like combining your besties with your medical team. What could be better? Join now if you're pregnant or if you're at any stage postpartum for 20% off using code NMLB20 at thedowntheredoc.com for 20% off any single course or bundled program. That's NMLB20 at www.thedowntheredoc.com for 20% off any single course or bundled program. See you in there. Um, I believe that you have the pelvic floor today. I do. Hooray. Hooray. We're going to talk about baby wearing and Mm. its effects on the pelvic floor and the spine. And you're going to get a PT's perspective on baby wearing. I'm excited about this because I had a lot of feelings when I was wearing it because I had a prolapse. So same. And I think there's a lot of It'd be interesting to hear your thoughts about this too, Allison, from like, like a shame standpoint and kind of this like message of like, you always have to wear the baby. Like, don't put the baby down. Yeah. Skin to skin. Skin to skin. Yeah. And, you know, there are obvious benefits of baby wearing and just from a like logistical standpoint, it's really nice to have yeah. your hands free, you know, yeah. like, especially when you have another kid and you have yep. to like push a stroller or you have to like cook dinner or whatever. Um, and there are lots of different types of baby wearing apparatuses and <laughs> apparati products. Who knew that you would ever say the word apparat- apparatus? I don't think I've said that in my entire life. life in nope. my 40 years on nope. this planet. It's the first time. Yep. It just came out. It was very organic. I love it. I love Thank it. You. Yeah. Um, and different types of wraps. And there's a lot of things to kind of take into consideration. And in fact, I talk about this in my courses about, I have a bonus mm. video on how to wear the ergo and the ergo is just Ooh. one type of baby carrier that we'll talk about. Um, did you baby wear, did you wear your babies? So yeah, this is a good time to talk about that and to talk about like this whole shame Mm -hmm. for it because we talk about this in our episode um, about the goddess myth. Um, And I feel like it's relevant to this whole notion of like, you know, everything being as natural, quote unquote, as possible. Mm -hmm. Like I had this picture of me postpartum just like effortlessly like being one with my baby skin to skin just like feeling like she was still in the womb and like in reality it was like a lot of tears not knowing really what was going on with breastfeeding Mm -hmm. a lot of spit up like it was Mm -hmm. not it was not picturesque at all and so I felt Mm -hmm. a lot of first of all I remember my neighbor came over because she's a nurse who helps new moms and showed me various ways to wear the baby, you know, and I was so freaked out, dude. Mm, Like, I wish I would mm -hmm. have tried with like a fake baby before. Yeah. Because I was just too anxious to try. And and here's the thing that's so hard about that is that you can't fucking do that when you have a big old pregnant belly. Yeah, that's true. 
Like it's, you know, it's so yeah. hard to like, f- yeah. to understand that. And so like, what are you supposed to try it when you're not pregnant? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? That's true. But I will say from like a prep standpoint, like you can, you know, like see what your friends are doing and there are lots of videos on YouTube and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that I think adds to some of the stress totally. about it. And yeah, I was very, I also had really big boobs. So mm. there was like a lot of weight mm. mm-hmm. up front. So basically mm-hmm. already at the end of the, front. yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was like something that I built up in my head that I was going to be able to do. And mm-hmm. I was going to be that woman, mm-hmm. you know, just like with a little koala on her chest. And it was not that. And I was really disappointed. Yeah. yeah, I know. And I, it's hard because I think, you know, this just goes along with like anything that's happening postpartum, like until you've mm-hmm. done it, like you just have no idea what is happening. And I remember I registered for like many things. Like I registered for the ergo. Cause my friend yeah. was like, Oh, you have to get the ergo. You have to get the ergo 360 because you can do back and front and, you know, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I have to have that. Yeah. And it actually worked out great for my body type versus some of the other um, carriers, yeah. which we'll talk about. And then I registered for like the wrap type also. Oh, Jesus. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a parachute. <laughs> oh my God. That's they're like so big. 12 feet long. I'm like, how the have you ever tried to wash those? They get so tangled up. No, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my God. Um, but some people like love them and there's like totally. the, the, um, I don't know what they're called, but like they have like a cinch, like a ring, the ring carriers. Oh, have you oh, seen yeah, those yeah, yeah. too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's like, it basically looks like a plastic circle with a line through it and you use it to kind of like tie up the wrap yeah. over your shoulder. And there's baby wearing has been going on for a generations time. and there's a cultural significance to baby wearing. And, you know, it's something that is very, um, you know, special and, you know, there's that can side. be. Yeah. Yeah. Can and the, yes. And a lot for of some cultures for, for some, some cultures. Yes, exactly. Yeah. For me, the rap just, I couldn't, it was like too many moving parts and I didn't feel like I was able to get it tight enough. And I couldn't figure out how to like get one in like one leg in and the other one in. And I never felt like I was felt that like they were going to fall out of the bottom. So I was carrying with like two yes arms on their butt. I'm like, this just defeats the purpose. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. and I remember like looking, watching all these YouTube videos, you know, with like a two week old baby and being like, I don't understand. And my mom trying to help me out. Like it just didn't, it wasn't a good fit for me. Um, but there are some people in some body types that do very well with the rap style. Um, the other thing that's really good about baby carrying is that you are able to adjust or baby wearing, I should say, is that you're able to kind of adjust where they are on you. Like you can kind of cinch the straps up. So the baby's a little bit higher on your chest, which is a little bit easier for your back. And we'll kind of talk about that in a minute. So um, are you saying baby wearing versus baby carrying? Is that what you're talking about right now? Like no, the I sh- versus no, I, I think baby wearing should be the umbrella term for wrap or a baby using a baby carrier. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good point. Um, And then the other thing that's really good about them is that you can do some like basic exercise postpartum while you're wearing Mm. the baby, Um, you know, as long as like 
everybody's safe and secure and, you know, that sort of thing, but you can like do some squats or lunges yeah. with like a little, you know, your yeah. kangaroo and have, you know, hands free. And we do a lot of that stuff. Um, in courses, in the courses, I teach that too. And it's just like, you know, if your baby won't nap, unless she's on you yeah. and you want to go for a walk or if you want to go, you know, do like you do what you can of body squat. Yeah. Like you can do that, which yeah. is kind of nice. Um, the other thing that was really helpful for me and baby wearing was travel. Like oh yeah. Keeping the baby <clears throat> in yeah. the carrier, especially when they're little and they nap all the time. Like when we were air, when we were on the airplane, you can just like, they just stay on you and you can, yes. I mean, did you like pee and poop in public places with the baby in the ergo? So no, I wasn't able to wear her a lot. Um, okay. especially in the first like five or six months because mm. my anxiety was so bad. Um, okay. but I have done that and I've done yeah. just done that, like holding her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember being at the airport, like with both of them Yeah, and being like, well, he's sleeping on me and I have my bag, my huge ass diaper bag Yeah, <laughs> and my baby and my toddler and I have yep. shit. So I guess so this is about to happen. <laughs> like I am still going to wear them. Um, yep. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. So there's a couple of things to kind of think about when you're choosing a baby carrier and or yeah. wrap to yeah, wear. We'll use them interchangeably. Great. Um, <laughs> is that you, there are certain, um, like age and milestones for the baby versus like when you are, when they get older in the, regarding the position that they are in. So like when they're newborns, they're front facing. So you mm. wear them in the front and their faces to you. And then once they get to a certain age and certain milestone of head control and weight, you can flip them around in the front. So they're facing outwards. Mm -hmm. And then once they get older than that, and a little bit bigger, bigger, you can wear them on your back, like a backpack. And you can either do that in a wrap or a carrier, like buckle type of device. The thing that's kind of nice in the beginning when they're little is that, like I said, you're able to wear them a little bit higher on your chest, um, versus like low on your belly. Like you were pregnant again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you still are putting extra weight on the front part of your body. So your center of mass is displaced. It's a lot of pressure and weight for your spine and your pelvis because you, everything is forward, right? So like, if you think about pregnancy and having that belly forward and your boobs are bigger, all the structures on the back have to work harder to like mm -hmm. keep you upright. So the same thing can be said when you're carrying a baby or wearing a baby or even like carrying a laundry basket or whatever. It's like anything in front of you is yeah. going to create more for your back. Um, however, so when you carry or lift something and keep it close to your body, it decreases the lever arm to your access of rotation or movement, which is your spine. Okay. So that's why it's easier to keep things close to you when you're lifting versus like if you're oh. holding your arm out straight and something's really far away from you, you have like a big distance from that yeah. heavy thing right to your spine. But when you have noose. <laughs> Allison, are you just saying things in the room? <laughs> right angle. <laughs> um, Isosceles triangle. Yeah. Um Okay. So, that makes sense. Yeah. So it is a little bit, it is easier. I would say, you know, 
closer, the baby closer to you, especially as they get bigger than mm-hmm. like trying to like, you know, lift them and hold them out. Um, but on the other hand, it is more weight on your body. So I think that's okay, but we need to understand that the same type of movement patterns and strategies that we employ postpartum, like for your pelvic floor, for example, and correct breathing and not holding your breath. Like we talk about this in the prolapse episode too, yeah. need to be in place when you are baby wearing as well, because it is excess load right yeah. on you. So, um, it's a little bit easier, I would say on the spine and the pelvic floor, because like I said, it's a little bit high, the baby's higher up and you're kind of a little bit more balanced than you are so with what's a, pregnant a little bit easier using a carrier easier compared to being pregnant. Ah, I see. Okay. Because you're like the baby's a little bit more central and the mm-hmm. weight is distributed a little bit more evenly versus like a low, big pregnant belly. I um, get you. but you still have weight, right? You're still carrying yeah. around. So I would say, you know, trying a lot of different carriers and wraps if you can, would be helpful in the postpartum period. And there's ways that you can do this, like thrift shops, friends that have different ones, you know, your PT can help fit you. We talk about this in my courses and we do this virtually too, is like kind of help fit the best sort of carrier or wrap based on baby size and mama body size, type. body yeah. type. Yeah. Cause some people have like really long torsos yeah. and some people have really short torsos and it depends on where your hips are too, because the straps, for example, on the ergo, like the hip strap needs to go around your pelvic bones to help distribute the weight. And yeah. if you have like a really long torso and you can't quite get them there, or if you have a really short torso and you feel like everything's scrunched up, it's not going to be as comfortable as something that might fit you a little bit better, like the, like a wrap or a ring carrier. Um, so can I ask you a question? <clears throat> Is there like a blanket statement of like, don't wear a carrier if you have this condition? No, I don't like really. Saying, I don't okay. say I don't like saying absolutes like that. Okay. Cause when I put on the carrier, I felt immediately pressure mm-hmm. on my prolapse. So is that just like that happens for some moms and you shouldn't do it? But for other moms, if it doesn't make their symptoms worse. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. And I would say that there was probably there was probably a couple other factors that was contributing mm. to that too. And like maybe so I was like, wearing it wrong. <clears throat> well, not, not that you were wearing it wrong, but let's say I that did like, it wrong. Is that what you're saying? No, there's no wrong or bad. You know, it's not like no, this carrier is terrible and you're yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. up your pelvic floor. Yeah. Um, no, it's just that like, let's say for you, like you, ha- we know that you had a little bit of a prolapse after, right. Mm-hmm. You had the constipation stuff. You had the hemorrhoids. We had a little bit of pelvic floor trauma there. So you know, you probably from like a rehab muscle standpoint, didn't have the correct motor control between your brain and your pelvic floor Hmm. for it to like, know that it needed to lift up and contract to support the extra weight. So while you're carrying around this baby and your pelvic floor needs to be taught how to kind of start working properly again, you're going to 
you're going to feel symptoms because it's just like you're lifting or carrying something heavy. Like maybe there was some breathing kind of dysinertia there, maybe holding Mm. your breath, bearing down. So like we can teach you, like, if you're like, I really want to wear this carrier, it feels good on my back, but I feel like my vagina is falling out. Yeah. We can teach you how to get your pelvic floor working. So you don't feel that anymore. You know what I mean? Cause like you can still feel that when you're just lifting the baby or putting yeah. on a diaper bag. So it's yeah. just a matter of like, what is working for you symptom wise and what fits your body the best way. But it's not like, I would say if you're deciding to baby wear, it's not a free for all to like not engage your abdomen and your pelvic floor. Like you still need to be supporting your spine and your prolapse and your pelvic girdle and your abdomen while you're baby wearing because it is like a prolonged load. Yeah. So like what I teach a lot of people is like, sometimes we'll wear the baby and then we'll be at the sink, right? Like doing dishes or stirring mac and cheese or whatever. So do you remember from the prolapse episode? I said, like, if you're standing for long periods of time, like put your foot up on a step Mm -hmm. or like underneath the sink, Mm -hmm. all of those principles still apply when you're baby wearing. And that's what I think people don't understand. Like they think they're just like, okay, I'm going to put the baby in the carrier or the wrap. And then I'm like, I don't have to do anything. Like I'm good to go. Yeah. But you can still rely on your passive structures like ligaments and pelvic, you know, like, and, um, joints and like be in this kind of position where you're just like, Oh, just like hanging out with the load of the baby. And that could potentially make your symptoms worse. Okay. So if you're actively like breathing in a better way, bringing in your pelvic floor, engaging your abdomen, checking your body mechanics, making sure that you're like being kind of aware of how you're moving, then usually symptoms are not a problem. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I probably needed someone like you to tell me how to do it mm-hmm. because. Well, I yeah. And I think a lot, I mean, this goes back so much too, and we talk about this in the prolapse episode that it's like the feeling or the thought of like, I'm going to make it so much worse. Yes. And, and like, Doing I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to do it wrong and I'm going to, you know, so I'm not going to do it at all. Yep. You know, and there is something to say that's like, listen to your body. And if you're uncomfortable with something, then don't do it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, if you'd like to do that, that does, it doesn't mean that you can't, if you have a prolapse or if you're leaking or if you have constipation or if you have back pain, there's just ways that you have to kind of adjust a bit. Okay. I like that. So there are a couple popular ones out there on the market. Um, the ergo again, nothing is sponsored. I'm just giving you guys my like personal experience. Yeah. I like the ergo and I had, I had the ergo 360 and that's the one that you can use for like backpack also to get a little bit bigger and you can adjust, um, the straps and they have like a little sun thing and it just seemed to fit my body a lot better than, some of the, um, wraps, uh, baby Bjorn is like very popular. It's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, the Sully wrap is another one that a lot of people like. Um, there is a new one on the market called CO and I think it stands for co family, like CO family. Um, and I don't know much about them, the co carrier, but she sent me an email not too long ago and she's going to send me one. 
Um, and cool. I believe that she's a physician or like a nurse anesthetist or something. And she was like, a mom, she's a mom. And she's like, this doesn't, I don't like the, like the options out there. So I'm going to make, yeah. it, which I love. And this one kind of goes off to the side and it's a little bit smaller. So okay. it seems to be like a little bit more manageable. So once I get that and play around with it, I'll let y'all know, but, um, that's, that's another one. Um, and you can always register, you know, for these or stick them on your Amazon and then return them if it doesn't work or re-gift. Or I think a lot of times, like you'll find a ton of baby shit at thrift stores that are, that's like good condition on, you can usually watch like them Facebook and marketplace and totally. And like all the most, things, most like second or third time moms just want to get rid of shit. So they're like, just take this. I mean, yeah. I took my ergo into the clinic so I could baby wear when I was treating patients. Like if their babies were fussy, I would just, wear Oh, them. I see. I thought you well, were a baby. No, no, no. They're babies. I would just wear them when the mom was working out or I was working yeah. on her. I'd just be like, let me wear the baby. <laughs> and give, like, give you give a me the baby. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember mm-hmm. I'd just be like putting them in the ergo and I'd be bouncing and teaching them an exercise and like do it, you know, and it was like, it was awesome. Feeding it. a bottle or a pacifier. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So I think bottom line Baby wearing, if it's something that you want to do, can be very helpful from a logistical mm-hmm. standpoint. You know, there there is research to support, you know, it does help with breastfeeding if that's something that you're wanting to do. You know, it's kind of more skin to skin. You get hands-free, yeah. <laughs> hands-free baby care. Um, and there are you, there, another thing to kind of think about when you're picking carriers is that there is the International Hip Dysplasia Association that looks at position of the baby's hips in the carriers. And most of them are certified safe, like hip safe. So yeah. again, something to think about. Um, and they, the, the ergo at least gave mm-hmm. really clear instructions yes. on like how it should look, like what yeah. should be where. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that was like very anxiety inducing for yeah. me, but I was like yeah. studying it. Like, yeah, I know. Exactly exactly like like this. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to like, start to be a pro, you know, like, yes, I just like zip that baby in yes. the second time. And you know, it's like, you just are wearing, but I would wear it like, just the waist part. Mm-hmm. It would be like flapped over flapped down. Yeah. You know, so I would just walk around and do stuff and then. Yeah. You're like a seasoned pro yeah. when it's just flapping down. Yep. And you can do it one-handed people are like, yes. can I help you with that? You're like, no, it's just easier if I do it with one hand no, Pull the baby's just, head and snap it. Nope. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> but whip just think about whip, just think about functional. And we talk about this a lot in the pelvic floor episodes, like functional pelvic floor contraction, functional abdominal support. Don't just like let the carrier take all the weight. Like yeah. you need to be active. Yeah. Awesome. <sighs> yeah. If you guys have any other specific questions for Marcy, always mm-hmm. feel free to email. We will answer mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. next episode that we do after we get your email. Mm-hmm. So, uh, our email is no mama left behind the podcast at gmail.com. Yay. <laughs> uh, experience with baby wearing. Tell us if it like affected your pelvic floor and if you didn't know what to do or if a pelvic floor PT helped you. Mm -hmm. Um, and then if we have any new mamas, definitely go check out Marcy's courses. I wish I had those Mm, link below coupon coupon code. The link is below with the coupon NMLB VIP. And that's 
that's going to do it here for uh, baby wearing in the badge. There you go. Thanks, See you on the other side. Yeah. Adios. Thanks, y'all. Bye-bye. Mamas, you've heard me talk about soul time, and I'm sure a lot of you were thinking, like, what the hell is that? Marcy, did you know what soul time was when I first, like, talked about it? Not a clue. Okay, cool. So soul time is what I require all my clients to do. It's what I did when I was a new mom to find myself again. Um, It helps with postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression, all the things. So I created a guide telling you amazing exactly what to do. Like Mm -hmm. it's literally sectioned how, why, when, where, all the things. I give you affirmations. I give you journal prompts. I give you all the tools that you need to have a successful soul time so that you can tune out the world and tap into your body, practice prioritizing yourself, even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes. And the best news is is I have a discount code for our listeners. Hey, hey, gifts all around. There you go. So go to to the link below and enter NMLB for $5 off. And that makes it $19. I mean, it's worth it. Less than a Starbucks run and worth it. And coming from somebody who is not familiar with meditating and turning inward and doing all the things that Allison talks about. I mean, like I'm just not wired that way. It's been a game changer. Really has. I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you. It's true. Code NMLB, click the link below and get your soul time on and send me your experience with it to no mama left behind the podcast at gmail.com. That's right. All right, mamas. See you on the other side. Enjoy. <laughs>